Hey guys, it's Lindsay. If you didn't already know, I am now an official Disney travel agent with Academy Travel. I am so beyond excited. So if you or if anybody else you know wants to plan a Disney vacation to any of the destinations, go to Vacations with Lindsay on Instagram and click the link in my bio to get a free quote. And I would love, 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 love to make your magical vacation happen for you. Enjoy the episode. episode bonus meaning meaning Allie and I's schedules didn't align so we are doing a bonus episode with me and another person and <laughs> this episode is going to be very interesting this topic has actually been requested by a few people now so it worked out that we had this already in the works and I could not ask for a more perfect guest for this episode <laughs> And I can't believe that he's here. My boyfriend, Tony. Hola. Oh, I was expecting more of a no, grand entrance. No, I told, I'm keeping it subdued right now. You're, gotta, very, you're a very flashy, outgoing person. I know, no, I'm keeping it simple. I'm going to work my way into oh, it. Okay. If you don't remember Tony, he was on our episode, Non-Disney People Doing Disney Trivia. And he did his best. He he did his absolute best. I was I was... Don't, right? give, don't give me that. <laughs> Those questions were hard. I don't care what you say. So they were hard to you. All right, before we get started, I always try to throw out Disney news, and there's not many Disney news this week. We got a lot of big announcements last week with Frozen 3, Toy Story 5, and Zootopia 2. Those were some big announcements about movie sequels coming, and... Actually, Tony, what are your thoughts on Zootopia 2? Because Zootopia is the one Disney movie that Tony genuinely enjoys, and I actually think he likes it more than I do. So what are your thoughts on Zootopia 2? I'm hyped. That's all I have to say. It is the it is like the one modern Disney movie I vibe with, I genuinely enjoy, and I hope it's as good as the first one. Is there anything you are hoping to see out of the sequel? I'm, ho- I'm hoping... To be fair, I did not prep you for this. No, I just thought good. of this on the spot. No, this is fine. I just it's not that I'm what I'm hoping for to happen, rather than what I hope it doesn't happen. It's just like typical sequel stuff. It gets cheesy, it gets lazy. That typically happens, I feel like, with sequels and stuff that's just trying to bring in money. Yeah. So I just hope that it keeps its creativity, its like its charm that was in the first one. And I feel like I do have high hopes for that because I hate to say it because it bothers me so much, but Zootopia is not an overly popular movie with fans like Frozen was or Moana. So I feel like Disney's, this is not a sequel Disney has been like rushing to put together. So I'm hoping that, you know, I mean, it it came, it's been what? Oh my God. Like eight years. Eight years at this point? I think it was 2015. Oh my God. Eight years. Holy crap. Um, so I'm hoping that it's been plenty of time, they've had plenty of time to think of a good plot point, and I, I do have high hopes for that. But other than that, Disney news this week... That got me excited. <laughs> Sorry. Other Disney news over at Disneyland, Kang the Conqueror has now shown up at Avengers Campus. And again, I like that this is Disney news because 
Tony actually enjoys Marvel. Spoiler-free review, Tony. Mm-hmm. Rank it out of 10. Give oh, us a man. quick thought. Oh, I appreciate this. I'm so happy I get to talk about it. A little bit. No, yeah. It's, um... A lot of people were shocked that Kang the Conqueror was already at Avengers Campus, but I'm not at all. That's pretty much what they've been doing with Marvel movies. The day the movie comes out, that character is now in the parks. I'll go first. I'll give you a minute to Thank think. You. Overall, I genuinely enjoyed Ant-Man and Quantumania. It did give a lot of Star Wars vibes. To be honest, Ant-Man was never my favorite. He's not a leading Avenger, in my opinion. He's a great supporting character. Um, I would give the movie a solid... Ugh, maybe six and a half, seven out of ten. It was good vibes. I know Allie texted me. We were talking about it. She genuinely really enjoyed it. She likes the more funnier, <clears throat> lighthearted Marvel movies. I thought Kang got a great introduction. That's really what I wanted. He got a good backstory. He's going to be the new big bad in the MCU. The two end credit scenes are very meaningful moving forward. So... I give it a 7 out of 10. People are hating on it, but I think, again, a lot of people are looking too much into it. But eh, that's my quick opinion. Uh, man, I... You shouldn't have done this to me because now I want to talk about this for like 20 minutes. I'll keep it simple. No, we, you and I will do a full <laughs> review episode. Oh, How about that? Oh, I'm hyped. Let's okay. go. Okay, but oh. just just quick thoughts right sure, now. Sure, no. Um, I enjoyed the movie. It's, it is lighthearted, but at the same time, it's a movie that introduces Kang. And even though if it's Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd's awesome. We all love Paul Rudd. Yeah. It ha- it, there has to be, like, some stage setting. And there was with Kang. I agree with you. Kang was awesome. Um, they did do a good introduction. I just thought it was lazy at some times. At the same time, it was, it was an enjoyable movie. I'm with you. Six and a half out of seven. But getting into this episode, we are going to be talking about... The ongoing struggle of when you yourself love Disney so much, but your partner does not care for it. And a lot of you have messaged Allie and I saying this is X scenario. You know, I'm taking my partner to Disney for the first time. They're really not a big Disney person. What do we suggest to do? And that is the exact scenario that Tony and I are in. I am a huge Disney person and Tony truly doesn't care for it at the end of the day. I care for it just because it's important to you. Exactly. And hopefully your partner out there feels the same way. If they are not going to put in the effort to somewhat enjoy Disney, maybe they're not for you. I'm just going to throw that out there. There are plenty of things that Tony likes that I truly don't care for, but I provide an interest <laughs> in to make him happy. And, and not that this is, you know, you know, couples therapy, but just side note... If Disney means a lot to you, your partner should make a genuine effort to at least show an interest and make the best out of it. So today we're going to focus primarily on Disney World because everyone that has messaged us about taking their partner to Disney, it has been Disney World. So we're going to talk about things to do with your partner and maybe things to avoid, how to go about taking your partner who does not like Disney for the first time. The first thing I'm going to say is you need to... Keep in mind, do not do, try to avoid rope drop to park close park days. I did this to Tony the first time I took him. And looking back, I I really regret doing this because I was trying my hardest to shove Disney down his throat as much as I possibly could. Just being like, this is fun, right? This is fun, right? This is fun, right? No, this is, this is a lot of fun. And I really wish I went about it a different way. 
So right off the bat, try to avoid park open to park close park days. It's just, it's a lot for anybody and it's exhausting. And Tony, I feel like you would agree with that. I, I woke Tony up at like six o'clock in the morning and kept him in the parks till like 11 o'clock every single night. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be honest. No, you did. You can be honest here. This is a safe space. Oh, here. it's a safe space. Oh, I um, I remember it was a long time ago when we did those days. So those that the pain isn't really there. The so pain. It's like, but I do, I do remember being there and being like, dude, like this is my vacation right now, and this is what I did all day. Like, I remember Tony taking naps. Gross. He took a nap on the HUD grass. He took a nap at the Frozen show. He took naps at the parks because I would not let him go back that to the resort. That grass nap was freaking awesome, though. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll get into that more in a minute. So going about your park days, I understand getting up early and getting to the parks for rope drop because the lines are significantly shorter. You can bang out a lot of rides. I would say if you're going to get up and do the parks for rope drop, make sure if your partner wants to go back and get a nap, you allow time in your schedule to allow them to go back to the resort, get in some pool time, maybe let them take a nap, go back, have drinks, just whatever your partner needs to do to kind of unwind and reset in the middle of the day, do that. And that's something truly, especially if you're staying on Disney property, I love doing. I love getting up in the morning, going to the parks, going back to the resort, going swimming, taking a break, and then you reset, go back to the parks at night, do whatever night show you want to do, maybe just go do some more rides. But if you're going to get up early, definitely allow time for them to take a break if they want. Some people don't need naps during the day, but my precious Tony over here definitely needs naps. <laughs> and it's funny. I wonder, like, I'm curious about the demographic that's listening to this because I remember when you were talking about like, doing all this, like, go to the parks all day. We're 20, we're 22, 23. You That's lot, pretty on par have, with our demographic. Yeah, you have more energy. You have, you're way more willing to do it. And when you're doing these trips, and if you want the guy to enjoy it, it's not your trip. It's both your trips. Exactly. And that's the mistake I made looking back on it. And you have to make sure that you're doing stuff that he is genuinely interested in or you think he'd be interested in and might want to do. Yeah, and we're going to get into that in a minute. Sounds good. The big thing is, is something that people don't realize is when you love Disney... You're, you're on that high. But for people that don't love Disney, it's just an exhaust. It can be very exhausting. And you don't want the last thing they remember about your Disney vacation is how exhausted they were. That's not the last thing you want them to remember. So definitely, like, my biggest advice I could give you is just take that into consideration. Guys are logical. And guys want the time they put in. They're going on vacation. They might not have a lot of it. And they want to... Get that return back. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure you do your best to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. So now we'll go in kind of park by park and talk about, you know, approved things and not approved things. So now I'm going to start with Animal Kingdom. Tony himself has never been to Animal Kingdom. I was in high school. I remember, I have fond memories of Animal Kingdom. Good. But I know Tony well enough to kind of like speak for the things he has not done yet. I truly think Animal Kingdom is a great park for everybody. Avatar in general, Flight of Passage is an amazing ride. It's super thrilling. Um, it's a newer ride. The technology's great. I know Tony himself has never done this ride, but I know he would genuinely really love it. 
the line does get long. So if you are going to do a lightning lane and ship out that money, I would do it for this ride because the line is consistently an hour and a half, two hours. Definitely spend the money. It's, I think any partner would love this ride regardless of how they feel about Disney because Avatar is not even a Disney movie. So there you go. Navi River Journey. It's really cool. It's just a little boat ride. I would skip it if it's not a must do for you. And I'll make a little side comment here. I'm kind of all over the place, but welcome to Disney Alumni. We go on side a tangents little, a here. Little bit, a little bit. It's the charm of the show, <laughs> Tony. I've listened to some shows. Yeah, you guys do a little we bit. We love our side tangents here. <laughs> Any ride that you have that is your must do, we all have them. Definitely do those. But if there's like a small little ride that you could go without, maybe skip it that day. For example, if there's a ride that is slow moving, not that exciting, that you could skip. So I'm just going to bang this out really quick. Dinosaur, I think, is a great ride. Do you remember riding Dinosaur Tone? No. Okay, great. Dinosaur, the line is genuinely very short. It's thrilling. It's not a roller coaster or anything, but I do think it's a good time. I think it's a lot of fun. Expedition Everest, great coaster. Nothing over the top thrilling, but again, it's thrilling. It's speed. It's a roller coaster. Can't really ask for much there. So those three rides, I definitely think any partner would enjoy. Overall, the Safari is a staple attraction. I don't really see anything wrong with the Safari. You get to see animals. What's your, what are your thoughts on the Safari? Because I think that's a pretty up in the air attraction. Oh, animals are cool. I'm about the safari. Love That'd it! I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Woo! Safari's so approved. What, so you tell me, what animals do they have at the safari? I mean, what animals don't they have at the safari? All right. So you tell me. Oh my god! Okay. Tell, tell the boys. Ooh, it's like a quiz. Tell the boys. Okay. So I, I'm not going to be able to remember all of them, but the staple animals you get to see: rhinos, hippos, crocodiles, lions, giraffes, zebras. Do you get to touch any? No. Damn. <laughs> You're like, wait, do you not remember riding the safari either? I don't think we went through safari when I was What there. did you do at Animal Kingdom? I was flipping, no. I was a high school kid. So you don't remember doing Dinosaur, Expedition, Everest, or the safari. Those were like the three staple rides Dude, in... I'm 29. This was 11 years ago. I don't remember what I did. Oh, I, just rem- I remember really having in. a f- totally fine time there. That's okay. what I remember. Animal Kingdom is probably the most chill park out of all of them, in my opinion. Because there's not an overbearing amount of rides. There's not an overbearing amount of stuff to do. It's very big. It's very spread out. It's more quiet because of the animals. So this is a great chill park. So approved rides, Flight of Passage, Safari, Expedition Everest, and Dinosaur. Now, when it comes to shows, Tony, in general, what are your thoughts? Even though I already know the answer, what are your thoughts about sitting down and seeing a show at Disney? At Disney? No. I'm I'm out. I'm what? all set. Explain why. Okay, so Be let, let me answer your question with another question. Okay. <laughs> what kind of shows does Disney offer? Is it it's acting? It's singing? Dancing. It's phantasmic? No, we're not talking about phantasmic yet. Okay, well, we're talking about shows. Animal Kingdom and Finding Nemo are Animal Kingdom. They are musicals. Okay, musicals? No. Okay. I'm all, Guys are out. Don't do musicals. <laughs> What other shows? Acting. I don't want to go see. I I do. The only thing I remember seeing was uh, Beauty and the Beast with you at uh, Hollywood Studios. We'll save we that for a minute. That. We'll talk about we that. We joke in a about You're that. You're getting but ahead. Just don't do shows. Guys don't care for shows. I'm a thrill seeker, and I don't want to. I don't want to spend my day 
sitting for an hour watching a show. If I'm spending my time going in the day, I want to do something that gets me excited and gets me something to look forward to. Your partner doesn't have any connection to Disney. He doesn't want, or he or she doesn't want to watch these shows. So let's start easy and do stuff they want to do. What do they want to do? Yeah. That's something, again, I like that you keep saying that. You're gonna, if you truly want your partner to enjoy Disney, the first time you take them, you're gonna have to accept that you do want to gear this trip more for them. Now, if you're just going once and you really don't care if your partner falls in love with it or not, then you know what? Do whatever you want at the end of the day. But if your end goal is for them to truly enjoy Disney and want to go back again, you might want to gear this first trip more towards them. You might not like that we're saying that, but at the end of the day, it's going to be a better result for you in the long run. You got to suck it up. You're not going to do the stuff you want to do. It's <laughs> like the guy, It's I feel like it's the stereotype with like we're guy and girl. The guy has to suck up a lot of things the girls want to do. Mm-hmm. It's what you got to do right now. Exactly. For your partner. Because if you, if in, once you get them settled in and you at least have them something to look forward to, mm-hmm. then you guys, then you both can start to share these experiences together and start to break him or her in a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Now, here's my question to you. Because there's all different types of scenarios. Some people truly can only come once, maybe once in a lifetime. Now, if we were at a park, and again, I already know the answer to this, but... I want to communicate this to everybody. Yeah. If we were at a park, like, for example, Lion King at Animal Kingdom. It is a very well-produced show. Say Lion King is my diehard favorite movie. Like, babe, I really want to see this show. Sure. Would you go? Yes. I would also ask, how long is this show? <laughs> what What are we doing to get to it? And it's, tell me about this show. It's a mini Broadway version of the Lion King show. They sing the songs. There's really... Actually, the Lion King show, I think, is... If you're going to see one show, the Lion King one is cool because they do aerial stunts. They have a fire breather. They have different dances. It is really... It is a fun show. It's if you're not gonna, that long. If you're going to go do that show, you better not do any other shows the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And probably not the next day. Oh, my God. <laughs> And if you do do it the next day, it better be all up to your partner what you guys are doing. Yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> See? Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Tony's very honest, which is why I did want to bring him on for this. And so, yeah, just keep that in mind. If you're going to have them do a show, make sure it's a show that, like, you cannot miss. I have my must-dos, and we'll get to that in other parks. You're going to have your must-dos. But honestly, communicate that to your partner before you even go on this vacation. Say, hey, listen, I know you're not a fan of shows, but, you know, this show at this park means the world to me. Maybe you grew up with that music. Maybe it's your favorite movie. Maybe it's a show you just, it's your tradition. If it's something that means a lot to you, communicate that to your partner before your trip. And honestly, Tony was great. I made him do a lot of things he didn't want to do. He smiled through it. He had a good attitude about it. I knew he did not want to sit there and watch half of these shows, but he did it. And I, I really do. That means a lot to me looking back on it. You, you, you toughed it out. I made you do a lot of things you didn't want to do and you were great about it. And, <laughs> and, and I think it's so key to just realize it's because I know it makes you happy. Yeah. And you and if you're going if you have pick and choose your battles and if you're picking 
to go see Lion King. Awesome. At least be appreciative of your partner coming to see it with you. Let them know you're happy. Exactly. Let them know how much it means Don't to you. make it seem like, oh, yeah, you better do this. I expect you to do this because we're in Disney. I could I make fun of Lindsay for being a snob sometimes. I mean, hey. Well, Disney's no. Hey, it happens. But... No, she, I, but I appreciate because when I do, she's open-minded enough to know that, communicate with me that she's appreciative of it, it makes me happy. Yeah. So I don't even have to enjoy it as much. I see the face she makes when she's seeing this show. So I'm like, all right, well, she's having a great time. At least she appreciates me for coming. Exactly. So I was kind of saving that little tangent for the end, but hey, welcome to Disney Alumni. We do side tangents here. So one final recap for Animal Kingdom. Flight of Passage, Safari, Expedition Everest, Dinosaur. Those four definitely do it. And side note, Animal Kingdom is a great drinking park. If your partner enjoys getting drinks and just kind of chilling out. And I do. Animal Kingdom, people don't realize it is a great drinking park. So that is something to keep in mind. Maybe move at a slower pace. Do a ride. Go grab a drink. Walk around a little bit. Go do another ride. It's a great park for drinks. There's a great bar by, right by the Safari. There's a great bar right by Dinosaur. And there's a great bar right by um, Expedition Everest. It's got a lot of great drinks. So I just thought of that as we were finishing this up. So again, maybe move at a slower pace. Stop and have some drinks. Moving over to my personal favorite park, Hollywood Studios. Ride-wise, if your partner likes rides, this is probably the best park to take them to. Hollywood Studios has got a lot of amazing, amazing rides. I mean, right off the bat, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster are the most thrilling rides, arguably, um, on Disney property. Tony, I know you love these rides. We did them together. They're, they're awesome rides. I will say it's two rides. There's not too much else that's thrilling there. Um, but you love competition. I do. Toy Story Mania. Toy Story Mania. Is that approved? It is. <laughs> Toy Story Mania is a good time. Slinky Dog Dash, you have not been on Slinky Dog Dash. It is a smaller roller coaster. Again, it's always a long wait, so I definitely would not make your partner wait for this ride. It's not worth a long wait if your partner doesn't like Disney. But if you have some extra money and you want to splurge on a lightning lane, it is a fun ride. I enjoy it. It's not the most thrilling, but it is an overall fun ride. So spend the lightning lane, spend the money for the lightning lane, oh boy. And again, Galaxy's Edge. If your partner enjoys Star Wars, I mean, this is a given. Even if your partner does not like Star Wars, it is a very cool land. And both rides are amazing. Tony has not done the Star Wars attractions yet, but I will speak for him. I know he would love Millennium Falcon. It's very interactive. It's very thrilling. You get to pilot the Millennium Falcon. I mean, hello, who doesn't want to do that? I genuinely enjoy the interactive stuff. Exactly. It's very interactive. Even if you're not the pilot, you either are the gunner or the engineer. It's a very interactive experience, and it is very thrilling. And Rise of the Resistance is just an overall amazing experience. It's very thrilling, and it's just a one-of-a-kind ride. I've tried explaining it to Tony a couple times, and it's just, it's very unique. So right off the bat, all of those attractions are absolutely 100% approved. Now, oh, Star Tours too. Tony enjoys Star Tours, and the good thing about that ride is it's never a long wait anymore. It's usually 10, 15 minutes. It's fun. Again, so those five, Tower of Terror, Rock and Roller Coaster, Slinky Dog, if you do a Lightning Lane, Toy Story Mania, 
and the two rides in Galaxy's Edge. I think all of those are a good time for anybody. I agree. Um, one thing I'm just thinking about is, and this is something, I mean, if you want to cut it out, you can, but one thing I'm thinking about is how much time are you spending at these parks? Like Hollywood Studios is probably my favorite park. I very much enjoy it there. Well, that's a good day. If you're going to do a full day park, this might be the park to do it at. I'd recommend that. Because yeah. there's plenty of spots. I was going to get into this in a minute. There's great restaurants at, wow, I forgot what I was talking about for a second, Hollywood Studios. The other big thing is too. Restaurants are good. Hollywood Studios has um, Baseline Tap House. Mm-hmm. Great beers, great drinks, great munchies. They have the big pretzels, cheese boards, meat boards. It's a great spot to just kind of post up and chill out for a little bit. So, again, I know you would very much enjoy that. Galaxy's Edge has got a lot of great spots to just chill out, grab a drink, and sit. They also have Oga's Cantina, which is a great bar to go in. And they have really fun drinks, um, great music, great service. If you're going to do a full day park day, I would probably say Hollywood Studios is the park to do it. Because it's also not open that late. It, no, open, it opens at 9 and it closes at 9. You don't really need to get there right at 9 a.m. So I think I just said it like five times. But if you're going to do a full day park, this is the park to do it. If you're going to do a full day park, I will say that. Mm -hmm. Hollywood Studios is my favorite. Now, to me, this is the deciding factor. And this is a great point right here. Tony knows this about me. Fantasmic is my favorite thing on Disney property. I, I can't miss Fantasmic. I go to Hollywood Studios just for Fantasmic. And I fade Fantasmic. I don't go to it. Most of the time. Well, now that you live here, I don't make him go every We have week. a deal. We have a deal, but that's a whole other conversation. But on vacation, if Tony and I still lived up in Jersey and we were vacationing, Tony knows that Fantasmic, is, like, it means the world to me. And this would be the one show that I make Tony do because it means everything to me. It's not the worst show I've ever seen. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> As a non-Disney person, I mean, hey, that's I a enjoy it enough to where I see how excited she gets when that music first comes on. I'm like, all right, this is fine. All right. But getting into my point where, so... I know I'm staying for Fantasmic. This is probably the one show I'm making Tony do the entire vacation. So, considering that Fantasmic, I mean, it has two shows right now, which is good, 8 o'clock or 9.30. So, I'm making Tony stay out late this night. I'm not going to make him wake up and get to Hollywood Studios right at 9 a.m. I'm going to let him sleep in. We'll get some breakfast. We'll take our time. Am I going to let Tony sleep in till noon? Absolutely not. But... We're going to take a slower morning. Hey, I'm like an 8.30 guy now. I know. I'm <laughs> proud of you. But just th maybe if you're going to make your partner stay at the park till closing, let them sleep in a little bit that morning. Yeah, I will say if that's if that's the demographic, if that's 22, 23, your guy's probably sleeping in a little bit. Recommend. Give him a, at least a couple days to sleep in a little bit. Exactly. And don't be like rushing his butt to get outside at 9 yeah. a.m. Get your Mickey waffles. Get your butt moving because that just starts the day. Oh, wait. Can we say a side comment right now? Okay. Mickey waffles, 100% approved by everybody. 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 Start the morning off with Mickey waffles if you're making them stay for a night show. <laughs> but that's Hollywood Studios. I think this is probably the best park to take your non-Disney partner to. Lots of good rides, lots of great drinks, 
and suck it up and deal with Phantasm because it's a great show for everybody. But I'm biased. It's my favorite thing ever, ever, ever. So. Yes, it is. All right. Epcot. Epcot's very interesting because, (laughs) I mean, you're going to Epcot to drink around the world. If your partner, if you are a younger listener and you guys cannot drink yet, if I'm being completely honest, I did not like Epcot at all before I was 21 because the rides there are okay. If you're not drinking, it I can't justify spending the money to go. Don't do Epcot if you're not 21 yet. It, I mean, yeah, you said it, not me. I agree. I, if you're not 21 yet, I, I would just skip Epcot. Before yeah. I was 21, I always skipped Epcot because there really wasn't much to do. Let's talk about rides real quick. Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite ride on Disney property now. I'm excited. I it's, haven't done it yet. It's such a new style coaster. It's it's so fun. I Even if they're not a Marvel fan, this ride is amazing. So right off the bat, Guardians of the Galaxy is a virtual queue. Um, so you're not waiting. If you get a virtual queue, you're not waiting more than 30 minutes. It's really not bad. It is a really cool queue. There's a lot to look at. So this ride, I don't care what you have to do. Do Guardians of the Galaxy. Other than that, um, what did you think of Test Track when we went? Do you remember going on Test Track? Yeah, it was fine. Test Track is fine. It's fine. It's a good ride to take them on. I I wouldn't make them wait an hour, but... It's not... An hour is probably the max I'd want to wait for it. Oh, that's more than I thought you'd be Yeah, no, Test Track was fine. It's... If I'm... (laughs) The thing is, we're already getting... I say because I'm probably already had some drinks in me, so I don't mind waiting around and BSing, you know? That's true. Yeah, so... Have some good conversation, you know? Yeah, yeah, but like, if if you're sober, I don't want to wait for Test Track. (laughs) Test Track's fun. Guardians of the Galaxy's fun. What about Soren? Soren? Like oh Soren. no, I enjoy. Oh Soren, I love Soren. Really? Honestly, Ooh. I I I love Soren. I love like the three D. Like it's. I think that's so cool. Okay. Honestly, I genuinely interesting. Know. Yeah, she didn't even know that. See, we didn't. talk I know. About I'm learning show. things as we talk here. No, I I love the views. I love the views. I love Soren. Other than that, I I would <laughs> honestly say those are probably the three rides that you're for sure good to take them on. Don't make them go in Frozen. Don't do it. Did I go in Frozen? Yeah. Because here's the thing about <laughs> See, I don't me. I remember. I am a lightweight. We're going we're gonna to learn some things about Lindsay Damn, here. I remember waiting in that line and seeing like 85 minutes. I'm like, come on. I was very intoxicated towards the end of the night when we were at Epcot. And when I'm intoxicated, I love Frozen. I don't know why. I do not care for the Frozen ride when I'm sober. I enjoy it. It's cute. But I'm not waiting an hour to ride Frozen. I don't, it's, it's fun, but I'm not waiting for it. For some reason, when I drink, I love that ride. So I made Tony go on. <laughs> Again, if this is like your die hard, you must do, just make sure you're communicating that. But the three. Yeah, communicate it before you have like five margaritas. Okay. Well, listen, when margaritas come into play, know, you know, all rules go out the door. I know. I know so know the this. three approved rides at Epcot, Guardians of the Galaxy, Test Track, and Soren. For example, I love Figment. Figment is one of my must-dos. Tony was a trooper. I made him go on Figment. But to be fair, Figment's a five-minute wait at most. Like, whatever. I, I don't even remember Figment. Yeah, there you go. It wasn't that bad then. <laughs> but let's be it. real. You're going to Epcot to drink around the world. Everyone loves yeah. to drink around the world. It's a good time. Take your time. Pace yourself. And... Honestly, if you're drinking and walking around. What more can you ask is for? Is Morocco still there? No. No, Morocco's still there, but what you're getting at is not there. It's, they don't do the double. All right, so, like, one thing that used to get me hyped is, like, Morocco had, like, single, like, Jack and Cokes for 13 bucks. 
but their doubles were like two dollars extra so i'm like oh well i'm just gonna send that for five hours let's go i'm not trying to go have some like um light drink out there um, <laughs> Lens would get so upset with me. She's like, oh, we got to try Germany. We got to try Italy. We got to do Mexico. And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to stay in Morocco. Oh, yeah. It was like, this is not the point of drinking at Epcot, but okay. But you were fine. You were were having fun. I can actually get drunk for less than 100 bucks. This is sweet. That was a battle I was willing to concede on. (laughs) Oh, so side comment, talking about spending $100. Talk about budget before you go on this vacation. Um, we have plenty of episodes about how to save money, um, if you're going to splurge, where to do it. So we're not going to spend too much time on this. Go listen to our, some of our other episodes about how to save money. Mm-hmm. But definitely talk about budget. If there's certain restaurants you want to do, definitely plan out the money you're going to spend before you go. Because again, if your partner doesn't have to stress about the money they're spending, it does make it a lot more enjoyable. Uh, I'm here to say that if your partner has not been to Disney yet... You don't, it's expensive. We all know this. And you want him or her to have a good time there. And as a guy, I look at like, this is, I better get the return I want on my time. Yeah. And my money. Just, got. this is why you have to suck it up. Because you don't want them to be drop foot in the bill and not having a good time. Yeah. Because then they're never going to want to come back. It's, it's, it's a really great point. It's a harsh point, but it's a great point. And it's just the reality of the situation. Talk yeah. about budget. Also, like if, I, I'll oh, say sorry, like if, Dis- if Disney was cheap, I wouldn't even care. Like I would be willing to put up with so much more, but it's not. And that's something you really have to think about. No, it's a fair point. It is a fair point. So again, I think that's also key when you're planning your dining reservations if you have that restaurant that is super meaningful to you, like I know a lot of people, Ohana is a big tradition for them because that's what their family always did. That's their favorite movie. Okay, but it is a more expensive restaurant. Communicate that with your partner and maybe keep it quick service meals for the rest of the day. Maybe pick less expensive restaurants for the rest of the week, but make sure your partner is included on whatever restaurant planning you are doing. You want to make sure you're going to restaurants where they're going to enjoy the food, enjoy the drinks. They are aware of what they're spending. The biggest thing is, is they don't want to walk into a restaurant thinking they're spending 20, 30 bucks and the bill's like $200. And genuinely give them some, like genuinely encourage them to voice their opinion. I'll say like, I'm very, I'm straightforward and I will voice up when I have a problem with something Lynn's does or says, mm-hmm. and I understand some people are going to be less spoke soft or going to be more soft spoken and might not be willing to communicate that maybe as a hesitancy, they want to make you happy, whatever. Like don't gloss over that fact. Yeah. I really feel like it's your, both your trips. Yeah. So now moving into Tony's absolute favorite park ever. Magic Kingdom. I hope you all could sense the sarcasm in my voice. Magic Kingdom is a tough subject. It's a tough sell. Because if you are a Disney person, Magic Kingdom is your happy place. It's the castle, it's the classic, it's the staple. But if you're not a Disney person, I see Tony itching to speak over there. Just give me a second, babe. It is probably the worst park to take your non-Disney partner to because let's be real, Magic Kingdom does not have as many thrilling rides. It's a lot of the classic, slow-moving staple attractions like Small World, like Peter Pan, 
a lot of Omnimover rides. It's not the park with a lot of rides for non-Disney people. Tony, before you get started, just, just keep it nice and keep it calm and give us your honest thoughts about Magic Kingdom. And then I will tell you guys how to go about planning your Magic Kingdom time. First, I'll say, how much is a ticket for Magic Kingdom? Um, if it's a single day ticket, it's about, it's around $120. Right. If you're park hopping, it's, well, park hopping tickets are now like $160 <clears throat> a day. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's well, oh my inflation and it, that's a whole other conversation. That's fun stuff. It's, what is it? It's $120 for a single day yes. and $160 for park hopping. Yeah. I hear that. I hear Magic Kingdom. I'm already mentally checked out. The rides there stink. Okay. They stink. I'm gonna, I'll be quiet. They stink. I hear parades. I hear meeting with characters. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Linz is like, she's keeping a smile on. She's trying to keep a straight face right now. But this is something that, like, as a guy, I don't want to do. And your partner, you have to be considerate of this. If you need to go, you better be dang sure that you're making it worth their time on other days. That is honestly how Tony feels. Okay, so this is where I'm going to need Tony to be quiet for a couple minutes. I'm hanging tight. This is all you, honey. And this is, this is my honest advice. Now, as a true Disney person, you all know me. I am not skipping Magic Kingdom on my Disney vacation. I don't care if, I don't care. I am not skipping Magic Kingdom on my Disney vacation. That is, that is not, that is not an option. So there are a few things you can go about it here. Again, communicate to your partner, like, how much Magic Kingdom truly means to you. It's, it's a staple. Now, you are going to have to make some sacrifices, as I've said multiple times throughout this episode, if you have that classic attraction that means the world to you, that's fine. They can suck it up and go on one or two small rides. They can suck it up. It's not that big of a deal. Now, I'll throw this right off the bat. Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain. Did you enjoy those coasters? They're fine. Okay. That's now, the two that zip, are fine. Zip. Uh. Zip. That was it. It was a yes or no question. Big Thunder Mountain and Space Mountain are approved rides. Also, Tron is opening very, very soon. That is going to be an approved ride. I'm calling. We have not ridden it we'll yet. We'll see Wednesday, baby. Oh yeah, we have our preview coming up. But you can look up the ride through on YouTube. It's gonna be a really cool coaster. I approve it right off the bat. You can argue with me if you want, but those three coasters <laughs> are approved. So. You have to make the decision. I'm telling you right now, do not make your non-Disney partner spend all day in Magic Kingdom. No. If you want them to fall in love with Disney, do not make them do it. You need to make the decision. This could be a park hopping day. And it's, it's, it's hard to because I, I don't want anyone spending money on a single day ticket and only staying for half the day. But if you have the extra money... Maybe sleep in, do a resort morning, do the pool, go to Magic Kingdom at night, do these rides, stay for the fireworks, that's fine, or do the opposite. Go in the morning, bang out your rides, and then go do something else the rest of the day. I recommend getting it out of the way. Honestly, what are your thoughts on uh, Disney's fireworks? Do you enjoy the fireworks? Who doesn't, like, who really doesn't enjoy fireworks? It's... 
I mean, having gone to just who really doesn't enjoy fireworks? We just got dinner at the Contemporary last um, a few days ago, and the fireworks were fine. There you go. They're fine, but I do I did enjoy Happily Ever After. And Happily Ever After is coming back, baby. Give me a high five. Woo! But it's the Bl- fi- the fireworks are a good way to end it. It's just as a guy, I'm a guy. As a guy, whatever you're doing before on that day has got to be fun. It's not more like I'd rather just get out of the way. Go do the things you want to do, and then the rest of the day we do whatever makes me happy. Yeah, or because you want to, you want to leave that day. You want to leave every day like with your partner for something really fun to remember. And if I'm spending all day at Magic Kingdom, I'm mentally kind of checked out for that day. We get you. Yes. Now let me keep going. <laughs> so that was my first round of advice dealing with Magic Kingdom. Your second option, if you're doing park hopping, start your morning in Animal Kingdom. This is my unpopular opinion here. Animal Kingdom is an easy park to do if you get up in the morning. It's not crowded. You can easily bang out a lot of rides. Go back to the resort, relax a little bit, and then end your day at Magic Kingdom. It's a good park hopping day. If you want to see fireworks, do a half day at one park, do a half day at Magic Kingdom. That's the second option. Your third option, and this is what Tony and I have done. You have to be okay with being on your own a little bit. Maybe you go to Magic in the morning, you do some rides, you get some lunch, you hang out a little bit, your partner goes back to the resort. That's a great idea. I have let Tony do this. That's a great idea, honey. A lot. So when Tony would go back to the resort to nap, that's when I would go ride Little Mermaid and meet my characters and like do my own thing. I actually love being in the parks on my own for a little while. I love solo Disney time. And then Tony would come back towards the end of the night for the fireworks. And that's another third option, but you have to be okay with doing solo Disney time. I love solo Disney time. If you've never tried it, I honestly highly recommend. It's really relaxing. It allows you to experience Disney in a whole new way. So Magic Kingdom is the tough one because We Disney people love it. Non-Disney people know that Magic Kingdom doesn't have a lot of good rides. It's very crowded. So that is going to be your very challenging day. And again, you can always DM me. I can give you more detailed advice, but those are three approaches that I really think are your best option for Magic Kingdom. But as we've said, do not force your partner to stay at Magic all day. If they are more than willing, Kudos for them. They are a great person. But if they're already on the fence about doing this Disney trip, Magic Kingdom's the place where you're probably going to have to make the most sacrifices. And that's where we're going to end that. To round up this episode, because we're going on 45 minutes, obviously Disney Springs is a great place to take your non-Disney partner. Great entertainment, great food, great drinks. Go see a movie, do some shopping. Tony loves Disney Springs. Oh, I love Disney Springs. There you go. You, go. you can't say it better. It, I, there's really not much to say. Disney Springs is Disney Springs. It's a great place to spend time. The water parks are another great option. Tony's never been, but they got water slides. They got the wave pool. It's a great It's a great day. If they like water parks, Disney pretty much. It's not overly Disney. It's very straight to the point. It's fun water parks. Mini golf is a lot of fun. It's competition. It's really relaxing. It's not that expensive. And also... Take time to hang out at your resort. 
everyone loves swimming, everyone loves the hot tub, everyone loves relaxing time, and that's the biggest thing. We've said it multiple times. Just allow your partner to relax, have some say in what you're doing, communicate with them what they want to do, or sorry, communicate with them what you want to do, and just make sure you're hearing them and you're letting them have stuff that they want and you're letting them give their opinion. And that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Yeah, I don't have too much more to say about it. I'm sure you guys have gone on about reservations at Nancy Springs. We were just looking at reservations the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so I won't go much more into that. Um, yeah, no, drinks are awesome. I go for the drinks. Um, they have bowling there. I'm a nerd for bowling. Oh, God. So now I get hyped. We haven't gone bowling there yet, but I have my own ball, so that's probably the main oh, limiter. Oh, Lord. That's a whole other conversation. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Now, Tony was mouthing Universal to me about two minutes ago. What did you want to say about Universal? Universal's awesome. It's a real theme park. Uh, don't even go there. I just went there. Don't even. It's a real theme park. They got real rides. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. And see, in this... This is what this we always go back and forth about this. If you can mix in Universal, if you can, that can be a, that like I understand you're trying to make it you're trying to make it enjoy as enjoyable as possible for your partner and you want to remove the lows, but you want to accentuate the highs and going to Universal is a high. Now, Universal's tricky because it's not on Disney property. It's going to require a lot more planning on your end. I wouldn't bring up Universal, but if your partner is adamant, like I know like my one cousin just came a few weeks ago and her boyfriend was adamant about doing a Universal day, then do it. If it's going to make the vacation overall more enjoyable for your partner, allow one day to go to Universal. I am not a quote unquote universal person, but I have fun at Universal. It is a good time. They have a lot of good rides. They have Harry Potter. Awesome they have rides. Marvel. You know, take a day and go to Universal. I wouldn't go out of way out of your way to ask if they want to go to Universal, but that's just me. But if they're adamant about it, then make the time to do it. At the end of the day, just breathe, listen to your partner, <laughs> communicate with each other. You're gonna have to make some sacrifices on both ends. But at the end of the day, just be with each other and enjoy your time together. I hope that your partner knows how much Disney means to you and they're willing to be there and be present and have fun with you. But also understand you're going to have to make sacrifices and it's not just your Disney vacation. It's not just your needs, it's their needs too. Exactly. <laughs> Tony looks so drained at this point. I'm not drained, I'm good. I had a All good right. time. So let's let's see. Let's see if Dis uh, Tony remembers our sign off. Are you ready? Oh my God, I don't know it. Oh my goodness, just try. It's not goodbye. It's see you later. Oh, you were so close this time. Oh, was I? It's see you real soon. Oh my goodness, I was not going to get that. <laughs> oh my God, okay. <laughs> Thanks guys, love you. We will see you next week. Allie will be back and we will be talking about something. To be honest, I don't have the schedule in front of me, so I can't tell you. So it'll be a fun surprise next week. Love you guys. See you then.